Okay, so I'm glad I remembered to do that. When I got on the call, that was one of the things that I wanted to be sure that I remembered to do is hit that record button for tonight. So um, anyway, tonight is March 19th, and um, basically the call tonight, guys, is going to be a brief overview of some of the things that I coach my newer coaches on and that I try to teach to um, in order to give them a little bit of direction and a pathway to follow as they are um, trying to figure out what they need to do during the power hour and everything like that. So my goal tonight for you is that maybe you can take one small thing away from the call. Um, I know that a lot of you have a lot of experience in coaching and you may have your own systems in place already, but uh, you know, it's always good. I'm always kind of um, looking for new ideas, looking for creative ways that I can add to my uh, routine in order to enhance it or make it better. So that would be my goal for you guys tonight. So if you'll just bear with me and listen to what I have to say. And then I, I would like to have a Q&A at the end of the call. Um, normally when I show or demonstrate uh, this information to people, I do it by doing a screen share meeting. Um, so I'm going to be explaining, I hope, as clearly as possible to you guys um, during this call. So basically my name is Glenn Ankins. Um, I have been a beach body coach for four years. And for two of those four years, the beginning, it was um, due to a lack of consistency and focus that I did not grow the business to my full potential. And now that I'm working the business, my wife Beth and I work the business, uh, both of us full-time now. Um, she's an up-and-coming. She's almost a one-star, so she just went diamond last week. Um, basically, um, with the – or I'm sorry, the um, – I just got a text. Sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> um, basically, what I want to do is just get started here and tell you about, you know, my journey a little bit along the way here and really, truly that how much time you spend inviting and performing the task that we're going to go over tonight depends on your goals. And so how fast do you want to grow your business and how fast and quickly you want to accomplish your goals that will determine how much time you put on on a daily basis, how many people you invite, and everything like that. So basically the first thing that I do when I start my day is I start out with personal development. Uh, basically, if you're a new coach or if you only have one hour to focus on the Beachbody business during the day, it doesn't, and I tell people this, it doesn't have to be one solid hour, one straight hour. It can be broken up throughout the day. Be 15, be 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, but just try to accomplish one hour a day as a starting point. A lot of people get intimidated and um, kind of nervous about, oh, man, I don't have a full hour. When am I going to find one more hour in my day to work this business? Uh, but that's the beautiful thing about it is that there's no time clock to clock in and clock out. You can work it when you get a chance. So personal development. I would encourage you guys to, you know, same thing you've heard over and over again, uh, and that's what you're going to find on this call as well, is that it's, it's probably no, there's probably not going to be, there's not a secret formula that, that I'm going to basically, it's basically the three vital behaviors, but I'm going to go into detail on how to do those. So 10 to 15 minutes of personal development is a good starting point that equates out to about 10 pages of uh, reading and or about 15 minutes of audio. Uh, me personally, I'm now spending about 45 minutes to an hour on this, more just because I need it. <laughs> um, I need it to get encouraged. I need it to motivate myself. 
and you know you're going to hear a lot of negative things out there. So the some of the things you know that I was told when I first got started, and that I tell all my new coaches is I kind of give them give them an immunization. Okay, so I tell them, listen, you're going to hear this. You're going to hear that that's a scheme, or you're going to hear that oh those businesses don't last long. You're probably going to be done in a year. You're going to hear those types of things. So you need to be ready for that, or you just need to be prepared. So when you're telling a new coach or introducing a new coach and doing the training with them, the getting started right call, I want you guys to be telling them, telling them, listen, you're going to hear negative. You're going to hear all kinds of uh, more or less demotivating things from people who truly just don't know what this business is about, or they had a friend or a family member who opened a, net, opened a network marketing business that just didn't go well for them. And so just, you know, prepare yourselves and your coaches to hear those things. Uh, the next thing I do is immediately following my personal development, I will jump on the computer. Now, one of the keys for me in order to be successful on my computer time is that I turn off the sound. Uh, that way I'm not distracted by any incoming email messages or, um, you know, any other messaging apps that I have on my MacBook, you know, that'll pop up or make noises to distract me. So I go ahead and I mute my mute my computer. That's as kind of strange as that sounds. You'll find that it's a very important step and part of keeping yourself on track and focused. So my first stop after I do my personal development on the computer would be my Facebook page. I go to my Facebook page and I do not look at the notifications. That little circle at the top right with all the numbers on it, I just, I probably, I, gl I know I glance at it, but I don't pay attention to it. I don't click on it because that's a major distraction. So the first thing that I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to go to my team page or to my like page, and I'm going to um, <clears throat> put something in there that maybe I read during my personal development, a thought that I may have had during my personal development. And this is where you want to try to engage with your followers or engage with your team and, you know, just ask a question, you know, write maybe a quote in there and then ask a question about the quote or on the topics that the quote is um, surrounding. So that's basically the first thing that I do on Facebook. Okay, then I completely leave Facebook. I don't look at my messages. I don't do anything else. But then I log into my online office. I check my breaking news. And if I see anything there that is, you know, just um, something new that uh, I think that my team needs to hear and it's that important, then I go ahead and I'll look at the breaking news and I'll share that information with people if I feel like they need to hear it right away, if it's something urgent. Um, so <clears throat> that's uh, one of, you know, one of the things that I'll do as far as the breaking news. Then I look down at my alert section. and these, this is where you see, you know, you'll see if you have any new customers. If I have any new customers, I immediately send them a uh, Facebook message or if they're not on Facebook or if I can't find them on Facebook by searching for their email, if it's been provided, you know, to me from Beachbody, then I go ahead and I um, just send them an email and welcome them and thank them for their order. Even if it's somebody, you know, even if it was my best friend who ordered, I still send them a thank you note and just remind them of a challenge group that we have coming up and 
you know, talk to them about, remind them of any topics that we talked about before they um, place their order. Um, if it's a Shakeology uh, customer, then I send them a couple recipes just to say, hey, congrats again on ordering your Shakeology. Here's a couple of my favorite recipes. And that way, they call, get their Shakeology, they'll already have a head start on knowing how they're going to make it and try it a couple different ways. Because uh, as you know, that can be a little, um, I don't know, trial and error, so to speak, as far as finding the right consistency and everything with your Shakeology. So by providing them with the recipe, that'll definitely help. Um, if you have any new coaches that have joined your team, uh, or you know, even if they are not your personally sponsored coach, I would encourage you guys to still send them a message congratulating on them on joining your team, on becoming a coach, and just um, you know, show them that you're there to support them and that they've you know, gotten into a good team, a supportive environment. Okay, it also in that um, area is in the alert section is going to look, or I look at the, uh, the coaches who are going inactive. And this is very important, especially when you are trying to advance in rank, for example, from diamond to one star or from, you know, one star to two or however, you know, whatever stage you're at. You need to look at the inactive coaches and the projected to be inactive. And basically what you want to do is look at that and see when they're going to go inactive. Or you can even call coach relations, which I highly recommend. And you can see and, you know, check with coach relations to see if that coach that's projected to be inactive has a HD order that will be shipped out before the week's end. In other words, before midnight of the following, you know, of Wednesday. Um, make sure you do that, and if, if you see that they don't have an order, reach out to them. Um, if they do have an order that's going to ship, I just keep checking it and make sure that, you know, if Coach Relations told me it was going to ship tomorrow, then I would just make sure that tomorrow I'll double-check back and make sure that, you know, it has shipped and that they're off uh, the projected-to-be-inactive list. Um, so then the next thing or another thing that I look at in that left-hand column there is my team volume or my right business center, left business center, left leg, right leg, whatever you go them as. And I look at the volume points in the two different business centers and see if they're in line with what my goal is um, or what my goals are for the week and how that's going to look, you know, to add, add added to the month's end and everything like that. So. Make sure you keep an eye on your personal volume and your team volume. Okay, now the next thing that I do is I go and I check the existing customers' orders. So, you know, we talked about the new customer orders that are in the left-hand column. Well, my next step is, is I go and up at the top on your My Business tab. Once you hover over that and the drop-down menu appears, then I, you can click on my orders and then jump over to customer orders. And then this is, this is where it's a little bit hard to explain, so bear with me. So once that report pulls up, there's going to be a column, and at the top of the column it's going to say date. And basically you have to click on that two times, and it will arrange all the orders in the most recent to the oldest orders. So basically you look at that and that's going to show you of any existing customers that have ordered. Even if it's a customer that's been on Shakeology for a year and they get a, you know, 
shipment every month of Shakeology or whatever it might be, I still send them a thank you note. And I just tell them, hey, I'm here if you need anything. Or, you know, I ask them how's their workout programs going, what are they doing, and just kind of touch base and uh, keep, keep in tune with them uh, so that I can be there for them and help them with any, anything that they may need help with. And, you know, there is a way that you can also look in your old office view for this same information. So I know uh, I'm, you know, Jeffrey, he pretty much likes to go to that old office view for this type of information. In the old office view, the next nice thing about that, if you don't know this already, is that that is pretty much real time. So if you have somebody who you talked to at 925 tonight before the call, and you wanted to make sure they ordered before you got on the call so that it was, you know, it was handled and done and you could focus on the call and what I'm having to say, then you could look and see and, you know, that, that order should be pretty much on to, you know, in line with when they order. It should show up in your um, old office view. But I won't go into details about that right now. Okay, so once I do all those things on my coach page, then it's back to Facebook. All right, and this is where I still keep a focus. I still have my computer muted, but I'm going to my uh, challenge group pages, and I'm just looking through the challenge group page, um, spending probably three to five minutes on each challenge group uh, that you know I have running, or if it's an emerald to diamond group, or if it's a coach to emerald group. I spend about probably a little more time in those, maybe five to 10 minutes in each of those, reading responses, making sure there aren't any unanswered questions. Uh, and then after I check the, the, all those groups, then I go to my team page and look at my team page and do the same thing. I look and make sure there aren't any unanswered questions. Um, I also will post or um, say some, or try to post something motivational or if somebody from another team has shared a file with me or shared some good information, then, you know, I will share that with my team as well. So um, you'll see a lot of that, you know, in, a, in our team page anyway, a lot of um, sharing and posting about different ideas and ways to invite and things like that. So, um, so yeah, get, basically I made a star by a note here. Basically get in and out of the challenge groups. Do what you need to do. Take care of your customers. They are a priority, but don't get caught up in there because next thing you know, and I'm speaking from experience, you'll be clicking on other links and then all of a sudden you're, you know, not even on Facebook doing what you had set out to do. Okay. So um, now is the time when I do go to, after I've checked all my groups and everything, I will look at my messages next. And my messages, I may do this different than some of you guys out there. I know some coaches will have just a set time that they check their messages and they stick to that, and if they get messages throughout the day, they'll let them build up till, you know, they have that time of focus for messages in the evening. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm more of an on-the-go type person. If I see somebody that needs a, has a question, has a problem, or, you know, may need motivation, then I will reach out to them immediately, or I try to, and um, put that problem or, you know, whatever it is to rest for them. So, you know, that's kind of up to you guys what you want to do. I just find that it's easier for me just to do it throughout the day, and I feel like I'm serving them the best that I can by doing that. Okay, so now the next thing that I do 
is the inviting. And I spend a lot of time on this section. Um, basically, inviting and, how, you know, like I mentioned earlier, how long you spend inviting and how much, um, how many people you invite, it truly depends on what your goals are and the goals you set with your upline on your getting started right call and those types of things. So I personally spend about two to three hours a day just on this part alone, just because, you know, my goal is I want to blow up my business. This is my full-time job now, and so that is a priority, a high priority is to make sure that I've cleared everything else out of the way in the morning, and then I spend the rest of my morning, the two to three hours is my goal each day, to invite. So when I'm inviting, um, I have some tabs. I just basically have let's see, five different tabs open on my um, computer screen. I will have a checklist, a Coach Daily checklist, which is a spreadsheet that um, actually we got from another team. Uh, one of our neighbors is a Beachbody coach, and she was uh, nice enough to give us some, or give us a spreadsheet that, they, that her team uses for tracking. And, they, and there's three tabs on the sheet. One tab is labeled Work Your Biz, one is, or the next one is grow your biz, and the third one is blow up your biz. And so basically what you do is you look at which tab or, you know, where you're at, what you want to do with your business. And, of course, I'm competitive and everything, so I want to blow up my business, right? So I look at all that, and I decided that I'm going to follow the blow up your biz. And what it is is it's basically a checklist. Um, and if you guys want access or want these specific lists, I'd be happy to share them with you. Uh, <clears throat> um, so, you know, after the call or whatever, you can message me or just write a note to, you know, on your team page or whatever. Somehow get me the information that you want access to this, and I'll definitely share it with you. Um, so I have that tab open, and I keep all my files on. Right now I'm using Google Docs. And so every time I update or I add something to my Google Doc, and the, you know, it'll automatically save it. And that's why I say it's a tab online is because I've opened it through Google Docs. Uh, the other tab I want that I or that I always have open is a um, another Google Doc, and it's called People I Want to Help. Uh, you you know, some people will call it a target list. Others will call it I don't know. A, whatever you want to call it, but basically I through personal development, I think it was Darren Hardy, I was listening to one of his uh, audio books, and the mindset, it truly does change if you think about people you want to help versus a target list. Like when I was in orthopedic sales, I always had, you know, a target list or a sales funnel or people in a funnel and all this, all these different terminology and names for it, but it truly comes down to people I want to help. And especially in this business with Beachbody and being a coach is that my goal is to help as many people as I can get healthier. So by changing the name of my list from target list, I mean, who wants to be a target, right? That's, it sounds like you're in somebody's crosshairs and they're aiming at you. So change your list name to people I want to help and just see what it does for you. Every time I open that, I'm like, oh, I'm helping people. And I don't know. You can laugh at me all you want, but it is what it is. So um, anyway, my people I want to help, they say it's an Excel spreadsheet as well. 
and it contains a couple different tabs. It contains a tab for current customers. It has, um, which I did, I did download my Team Beachbody customer list, or through Team Beachbody, I downloaded my customer list into an Excel file, and that's what I used as the basic starting point for developing and creating uh, this spreadsheet. So I have my current customers that I downloaded from Beachbody. I have a potential customers list, and then I have a potential coaches list or tab. So those are three different tabs that I have on um, that Excel sheet. And then with that, you know, that this is my master list, so to speak. This is what I work off of. This is where I keep track of when I'm going to follow up with people. You know, I basically have their name, how I know them. So I have their first and last name in a column, how I know them. I have um, the date that I reached out to them, and then I have a comment section. So, you know, if I Facebook message somebody, I'll put Facebook message about kids' football game or just whatever I may have spoke to them or messaged them about. And Or I'll say I emailed them information on, you know, Shakeology or whatever it might be. And that way it, it, I can look down my list, but then the next column is when I'm going to follow up with them. So if I don't hear back from them or if I send them a message and, you know, I don't hear back from them, then I, I'll put, you know, next week or put the date in there to follow up. And so that kind of helps to keep me on track. So I know some people do it that way. Um, other people will utilize just right away put, put their follow-ups right into their calendars. Uh, there's many ways of doing it. So whatever works for you, just find a way and, you know, do it. And that way, you know, because it truly, especially in this business, any business really, sales drives our business, okay? And I know that in any sales position or any sales job, the fortune is in the follow-up. That's kind of a cliche, you know, term or saying that you might hear, but it's 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 true. It's so true that the fortune is in the follow-up. So you got to make sure that you're definitely keeping track of when you need to reach out to people and re-engage with them. And so this master list, you can call, you know, this is where I, if I do a uh, memory jogger um, activity, if I just say, okay, who are the people I know in the state of Pennsylvania? And then I'll just write down as many people as I can think of, or who was in my fraternity in college, or who, you know, just short memory jogs. That's when, if I need more people on that uh, potential customer list, that's what I do. That's how I build my list. Um, if I don't have I think if I, it's probably around 100 people. If I don't have at least 100 people who I haven't reached out to yet or who are on that list that I need to contact, then I start to feel a little, like, antsy about it. So I always try to keep ahead of myself when I'm reaching out to people and adding people to my contact list or to my master list. Um, so then those are the two tabs that I have that are off of Google. And then I have three Facebook tabs open, okay? One of the Facebook tabs I have open is just, I'll, I'll just use my own friends list, for example. So I'd have, I'd go to my own personal Facebook page, I'd click on friends, and then I, I would keep that page open. Then I'd have a separate, you know, my second Facebook page, I just click on messages, and that's where I message everybody from. And then the third Facebook tab I have open, I just have, I just have, you know, 
<clears throat> open as a general Facebook page. And what I mean by that, let's say I'm just going to make up a random name here. Or I'll just use my wife's name, for example. Let's say um, I go through my friends list in the one Facebook page or tab, and I see Beth Akins, and I haven't reached out to Beth for a while. So what I'll do next is I'll then go to my um, other Facebook page that I have open, and I'll just put her name at the top and take a look at her wall and see what's, what's been going on in her life, see what, you know, what she's been up to. Then I'll click, once I get an idea or I find something that I've, I find in interesting or um, after I've liked a couple of her things, then I'll go to the Facebook message page that I have open and I will send her a message that way. And so, you know, I do spend time looking at each person that I message. Um, I, I do have some, I guess, some um, copy and paste type messages that I send out. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of it is I do spend time. I do look into what's going on on their team, or not team page, on their personal page and interact with them in that way and comment on what they're up to. Um, I've, you know, I found that that's, uh, pretty successful, and this is. And when I set these times up a day, I try a day. I try to cut out all the distractions I can. I'm I'm a huge fan of doing, you know, like a 90 minutes power, hour and a half, or whatever you want to call it, or you know, a power hour where you really just kind of seclude yourself. I I have a spot of in the corner. There's a chair in our bedroom that if I really need to get alone and quiet and <clears throat> by myself, then I'll come up here um, and basically um, <clears throat> cut out all distractions. I, I'll even um, put my phone on airplane mode so that the only thing I can focus on is um, inviting people and reaching out to people and trying to help them. So that is, um, that's pretty much all I have for you guys as far as the call and everything. Um, I just want to, let's see if I can go ahead and open this up here. Okay. Okay, so if you if you guys have any questions, um, I'm open to take those questions or any comments or anything to add to, then I'd love to hear it. So go ahead and feel free to comment. So I'm going to kick it off, Glenn. This is a familiar voice. You know who this is? Yeah, I do, yes. <laughs> I just want to say amazing job. And for the people listening, you know, Glenn didn't do himself justice. Glenn is one of my personally sponsored coaches. He's a a two-star diamond. He um, put himself in a position in the last several months where he's really making Beachbody his full-time job, and he's going all in, and he's doing a great job. So these these tips that he gave you guys, like he said earlier, some of them may seem elementary. Some of uh, things that you are already doing or have a system, it's not meant to replace that. Uh, where this call is really going to benefit is the newer coaches on the line, the ones that are looking for some structure, amazing tips, good stuff. Uh, helps keep you away from the time sucker that Facebook is and Instagram is. Um, they can obviously be huge tools in your business, but mainly 
you know, if you don't get sucked into people's drama in the, in the news feed. The news feed can be uh, pretty toxic. I do give myself some time to go through it, um, you know, late at night when I'm caught up on things. But for the most part, guys, those tips were great. Just follow um, some of those to get started. And as you build your business, you're going to come up with your own power list. And you might share it with me and Glenn, and you're going to share it with your downline. Great job, Glenn. Good stuff. Thanks. Thank you. Anybody else? I don't know if you got that Time Sucker Facebook pulled up, Glenn, but sometimes people post questions on the team pages. Check there, too. Oh, is that right? Hey, yeah. Glenn? Let me do that. Yes, there you go. Yeah. I have a couple of questions. Um, okay. My issue is finding prospects that are not necessarily someone that I know or someone I grew up with. Um, do you use anything like Instagram, Twitter? Do you use groups within Facebook? What would you recommend? You know, that's um, I am mainly a Facebook person right now. <laughs> um, and what I do is I, I have joined some special, like I look at different interests that I have and things that I'm interested in and the pages that I've liked and everything. And I'll go there and I'll connect with people there and, you know, just maybe comment on their posts that they posted in the page. Um, but I, I would say the biggest area that I have truly gained new prospects from is I will look at my friend's list. So let's say um, I have a friend named Bill, and I see that Bill has 700 and something friends on his page or, you know, that he's friends with. I'll click on his friends list, and I'll go through his friends, and if I see that I have, like, 20-some or 30 friends in common with Bill, or, I'm sorry, with that friend that is on Bill's list, then I'll go to that friend's page, and I'll just kind of see, you know, who with, who are with, who are our common friends. And I've gotten more bold. I've really gotten more bold to where I'm just reaching out with people. And, you know, I, I have had people come back to me and say, do I know you? And, you know, my response, yeah, yeah I'm friends with so-and-so, and I'm just trying to network with like-minded people. And, you know, sorry if I offended you by asking to be your friend. But, and usually they're like, oh, okay, no, that's no big deal. I just didn't know who you were. Or I didn't recognize your name. Um, the other thing that I needed to get over when I was a new coach and, you know, Jeffrey talked to me about this when I was probably about a year into my business and I was hot and cold, inconsistent, and not working my business as consistently as I should have been. Um, basically, you, you've got to look at Facebook now as a way to connect with people. Um, and I know that sounds simple and no duh, but a lot of times, when I was when I had my Facebook account, I was kind of being protective over that and not letting myself work my Beachbody business through Facebook. Um, so, kind of changing your mindset that yeah, you are a business owner now, and Facebook is your path to you know I mean literally millions of people or potential customers. It's just you know being bold enough, being um, confident enough to just you know, overcome your 20 seconds, hit that beer, and hit that friend request button. And, you know, who, what's the worst that can happen is that they never or they never accept your friend's request, or they reach out to you and say, 
do I know you? Or, you know, or they'll accept your friend request. And, you know, whenever somebody accepts my friend request or if somebody likes my um, Glenn Aiken uh, page that I have that I talk about fitness and post motivational stuff, whenever they accept a friend request or somebody likes my page, I do send them a message thanking them. Um, so basically, it's just a message saying, hey, thanks for accepting my friend request. And, you know, I, some, a lot of times if it's somebody from my like page that has sent me or has liked my page, sorry, I'm rambling, I'm jam, jumbling my words all up. But if it's somebody from my like page, then I will message them. And unfortunately, a lot of times it goes into their other messages folder. I don't know if you guys realize this, but you have your messages that come in that are from your friends, and then you have an other folder where, you know, if I just messaged you and we weren't friends, that's where my message to you would go. But I just send it anyway. If somebody likes my page and I'm not friends with them, I send them a message thanking them, and I just say, you know, we must share the common interest of uh, fitness or trying to become healthier. Are you working on any specific goals right now? And so I'm trying to engage with them with a question, you know, and so I'm hoping that because they've come to my page, they like what they saw, then that'll start a conversation with them as far as, you know, what are they liking my page for and what goals are they working on and can I help them? So, you know, that's one thing I would do at my like page. If it's just um, <clears throat> anytime somebody accepts my friend request from, you know, that I've sent to them, then basically I do the same thing. I just kind of, I don't ask them about fitness goals. I'll go to their page again and I'll say, hey, it looks like everything's going really well and, you know, I love the picture of you and your family at the zoo or whatever it might be. So I'm just trying to create conversation. Glenn, do you keep track of your friend requests that you send and, um, you know, if they accept, then do you move them to another list? And how do you keep track of that, or do you not worry about that? I do. I, I keep track of that. So each time I'm on Facebook and I send a friend request, they go on my potential customer list on my Excel sheet. Um, and so I just put the date. I put their name. I put the date. And then in the next column over, I put sent Facebook friend request. And then basically if later in the day and in the evening normally, I'll look through my Facebook notifications and you'll see where people accept your friend request. And then I'll, shoot, I'll send them a message. So, you know, today I was going through mine and I had sent people some friend requests on yesterday on the 18th. And so on my spreadsheet, you know, it said John Smith, you know, 318 sent friend request. So what I do then is I cut out, once they accept my friend request, I'll cut them from the spot where they are because by then they've moved down my list because I've been adding people on top of them. And so I cut them from where they're at and I paste them in line number two because the line number one is obviously the header row with the column names on it. Right. Um, and then I just put, I would put like, you know, 319 accepted my friend request, I thanked them, you know, sent them a Facebook message thanking them. And then from there, it really it depends on the engagement or what we start talking about or if we, you know, if conversation does start up. So 
Okay, Glenn, thanks. You remove, does that help? Do you remove people um, that haven't approved for a period of time? I'm just curious. You know what? I, I have a list of people that's from January that are still on my list. Um, that but the friend I request. Actually, the actual friend oh, request. The friend that, request? After a certain period of time, do you pull that back? Um, if I if I happen to come across it again, I I will like if I see on if I'm looking through common friends with an, you know somebody and I see friend request sent and I didn't do it that day, sometimes I will pull it back and resend it, just thinking maybe they didn't see the notification come through, maybe they don't check Facebook that often. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do that at times. I know that, and obviously Facebook rules change by the minute. Um, based on what we see and the affinity and all that stuff. But I know that what has became pretty constant is, guys, if you have too many friend requests out there, too many people you friended, and you have a certain threshold, you know, it's usually a percentage of the amount that you're you're doing per day with what you have out there that haven't been approved. Facebook bot, B-O-T, the bots, because it's never a real person, but a bot will detect that, and that's how you are put into what we call Facebook jail. And I know Glenn's been put in Facebook jail before. I've been put in Facebook jail before. Facebook jail is nothing more than preventing you from friend requesting somebody or preventing you from posting in a group, whatever the activity was that the bot detected. So just be careful of that, guys. Don't have too many requests out there. Pull the ones back. I usually have a, a rule of a week for myself that I'll pull them back. I never have more than a handful out there waiting to be approved just because a bot will catch you and you put in Facebook jail. But don't be discouraged if you're put in jail, right, Glenn? They say that if you're not working your business right. hard enough, or you, you haven't been in jail once or twice oh. or parole, you're not working your business hard enough. And, you know, and I also will look at, you know, how you can see the recommended friends or Facebook recommends these yep. people to you. Yep. I'll look at those, and I don't, I don't invite all of those because some of them I don't have any friends in common with. And, you know, I don't know if that's kind of Facebook's way of monitoring are you just reaching out to everybody even if you don't know them and they throw some of those up. Look, next time you guys are paying attention to the friends that Facebook is recommending for you, check it out. You'll see some in there that you don't have any friends in common with and I think that may be a way of them tracking too to see, okay, who is who is he trying yep. to reach out to? Is he really just trying to reach out to people he knows or Go to business. Just anybody. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So. Good tip, good tip. And to the gal, the rock star gal who asked you about prospecting and Facebook, there's another whole area that, you know, we probably won't touch on this call, but there's another whole area that's huge right now for prospecting, and that's Instagram. Um, while we're not going to go into it in detail here, we have done a few calls on Instagram, the art of hashtagging. You know, every hashtag represents a photo album that your picture shows up in. Uh, Instagram is probably the biggest area right now for prospecting. Facebook is obviously always going to be in the top two, top three, but Instagram is just so enormously, um, you know, beneficial for prospecting with our hashtagging up to 30 hashtags in a picture. So listen to our call on Instagramming. There's a few of them. Uh, Mindy Wender done one. I can't remember everybody else who done them. We had a couple really good people Instagram, but you can find our calls on Team Leadership Calls with an S. Team Leadership Calls dot com or search the podcast in, in iTunes for uh, Fit Union. Back to you, Glenn. I'm going to drop on now. Okay. Does anyone else have any questions or anything? No? Hey, Glenn. 
Yeah. Um, I posted a comment on, or kind of a question for just getting the spreadsheet because it sounded really interesting. So I don't know if you want to, if you want to email or send those in a message. Or we post a link on the in the event. But yeah, I can do that. I'll I'll talk to Jeff on the best way to do that. Um, and if you don't see it posted, then feel free to shoot me a message. I do check my other message folder. So if we're not friends and you shoot me a Facebook message, um, I Actually, do check we are those friends. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, that makes it easy. Just yes, if you want, shoot me a message. Okay. And, uh, I'll do. I'll get that over to you. Awesome. Yeah, sorry, Thank I, you so I much. I don't see names on the conference call sheet here. I'm not seasoned enough using the system, so <laughs> sorry. That's okay. Any other questions or different ideas that you want to share? All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for getting on the call and spending this time with me. Um, like I mentioned before, I hope you were able to take something away from it, um, even if it was, okay, nothing really that new. I'm already doing all this. And even if it gave you that Vodacom reiterate, reiterated that you're doing the right thing, you're on the right track, um, you know, that's great. That's If it helps serve a purpose in any way possible, that's what my goal was for tonight. So, um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys on the team page, and feel free to share ideas in there. That's what we're here for. So thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Glenn. Appreciate it. Thanks, You're Glenn. Welcome.